in a while. This is a weekly podcast to update you on the volcanic activity of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Alessandro Muzu. And I'm your other host, Corinne Jorgensen. We're PhD students at the University of Geneva. We study volcanoes and are here to give you all the hot volcano news. But first, a quick update on the volcanic activity of the past week. And then the focus of the day, and this week is gonna be... A crazy new entry! Here in Europe, not far away from us, the volcano has taken all the European attention. These weeks, uh, after a year of Etna and Fagradaspia, we're talking about La Palma in the Canary Island. I'm so excited to learn more about this amazing volcano. So, Corinne, let's go to it. So, Monday the 20th of September at the time of recording, and here are your quick updates. And let's start from the Americas, where we saw, as usual, advisories from Reventador, Popocatapetl, Fuego, Sabancaya, Nevado de Rus, and Sangay. This week, Sangay and Popocatapetl tried Really, really hard to beat Seven Kaya with ash plumes of about 7.3 and 7.5, respectively. But no way. As usual, Seven Kaya smiled at his South American friends and had an incredible 8.2 eruptive column. Wow, Seven Kaya. I remember when Hetna beat him. It was amazing. But at the same time, too short. Nothing to say. Seven Kaya <laughs> is the real champion. Okay, in Alaska, Semis Pochnoi produces sporadic eruptions lasting only about a few minutes. The plume height reached about 4.6 kilometers, sadly from him, him far away from our friend of seven, Kaya. Anyways, the activity intensified uh, during the past week, and the frequency and intensity of the ash emissions called the alert level uh, to rise as well, and currently it's at red. The eruptive activity is increasing also at Popocatapetl, which last week almost beat Sabankai on the highest plume competition, and he tried so hard also this week. Uh, the volcano uh, is producing multiple strong volcanic explosions, uh, and we would like to report an incredible powerful 7.5 km plume, which rose up from the main vent in the past week. And another very powerful event occurred on September the 18th, with 6.4 km height plume, and amazing pictures available on internet. Okay, Nevado de Chilean is has been building a new lava dome. Uh, this news was confirmed on September 15th with high-resolution satellite images. Our baby lava dome is still pretty small right now, uh, just 27 meters wide and about 40 meters long. So it's time for Europe now, Corinne. So tell me what's going on in Iceland. Okay. As I already reported in last week's live event, which you can uh, catch uh, the on our main streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, etc., etc., Fekardaspialt renewed its activity on September 11th after a long seven-day pause. There was reported small lava fountains generated in the Geldinga Valley's lava field. Yes, and the intensity of Fagras fatal activity is increasing, and a new lava flow filled the Natagi Valley, and the lava passed over the artificial dam and crossed the hiking trail, moving in the direction of the southern ring road. Okay, just a fast last-minute update from Europe, and now today, the 21st of September, felt a little bit of jealousy for all this camera pointed at La Palma, and after three weeks of calm, produces the paroxysm number 51 from February. The event was really powerful and spectacular. Etna potentially get also a little bit disappointed for us, saying that Sabakaya is the champion, because the today eruptive column of Mama Etna is just impressive, guys. You can find several images of this impressive plume that reach 9 km in height. So, I am sad for our American friends, but I have to say that. Bye-bye, Sabankaya.
In Asia, we have several ash advisories from Suano Sojima, Samiru, Dukono, Karaminsky, Ibu, Sekerjima. The winner for the highest plume in Asia is Karaminsky with a 6.1 kilometer ash plume. This week, we are starting in White Island, where intermittent emission of ash and steam continue at low level. Karaminsky is continuing its activity as well with frequent ash emissions and sporadic volcanian explosions. The plume rose pretty high compared to the other Asian competitors, touching 6.1 kilometers. And that's it for the quick update. We would like to thank our main sources, VolcanoDiscovery.com and the Smithsonian Global Volcanism Project. It's time for the focus! Okay, today we're going to talk about La Palma. I was going to chat about Seven Kaya because, uh, you know, as much as we talk about it, I don't actually really know a whole lot about Seven Kaya. However, La Palma is doing cool things and also scary things. So let's chat about La Palma. La Palma is one of the Canary Islands in Spain of the shore of Morocco. It is composed of two volcanoes, one in the north and another one in south. The one in the south is called Cumbre Veja and has had a handful of eruptions in the past that were all lava flows. The last eruption was in 1971. So where we last left off um, in early September, there were reports of seismic swarm coming from a depth of about 8 to 12 kilometers, which was thought to be new magma moving into the chamber. We cautioned last week that this doesn't mean that there has to be an eruption. In fact, in December 2020, there was a similar scenario, but it was a bit deeper with a depth of about 30 kilometers that didn't result in an eruption. Actually, in uh, La Palma has had 10 seismic swarms uh, since 2017, one in 2017, one in 2018, five in 2020, and then thus far three in 2021. But the one that we saw uh, this week, um, you know, obviously has ended up being in an eruption, which we'll chat about a little bit more. Um, so then this week, on September 15th, there was a 3.2 magnitude event that occurred really close to the surface, only four kilometers below. So starting to get closer to the surface. But then on the 16th, the seismic swarm slowed down, only to pick back up on the 18th with a very shallow 3.2 magnitude quake, only 0.1 kilometer below the surface. That was almost at the ground level <laughs> and up to 10 centimeter of vertical uh, deformation. On the 19th, the earthquakes intensified in numbers and in strength with several earthquakes that were felt by the locals. Things continued to ramp up and so things at this point are varying quite a bit from previous seismic swarms and all signs seems to be pointing to an eruption with uplift reaching up to 15 centimeters now. Okay, so to give a bit of context to that, that means that there would have been 5 centimeters of uplift in one day. So I was trying to think of like a way that you could visualize that. And so like a height of like an apple is about five centimeters, which like seems less impressive. I don't know. For some reason, everything being raised by an apple height just seems less <laughs> impressive to me. But regardless, five centimeters in one day is still a lot. Yeah, it is. Anyways, that same day, around 3.15 local time on September the 19th, La Palma erupts. And this is the first time since 1971. It's thought that there was um, a 3.8 quake at 11 a.m. local time that morning that opened up some sort of crack or a dike that led the magma to the surface. So, how has the eruption been playing out? Two eruptive fissures have opened in the Montana Rayada uh, region, resulting in eight individual vents. 
200 meters spacing. At the beginning of the eruption, we got dense ash plume uh, close to uh, the airport, and additionally, the lava shooting out caused several forest fire, which were later controlled. Okay, so now on September 20th, there is essentially a new uh, cinder cone, which is centered around the main vent. There's some lava fountaining, which is going up to 1,500 meters, competing with Etna. And so to give you a little bit of context of that one, that's like four Empire State buildings stacked on top of each other. It's pretty tall. Of course, we're getting lava flows um, from this eruption as well, like we saw in the past. And it's flowing at a rate of about 700 meters per hour, um, which is about the speed I can run. <laughs> Prior to the eruption, people with limited mobility were already evacuated and evacuations of the rest of the population started when the eruption started, basically. Now about 5,000 people have been evacuated from the neighboring regions. It is projected that the lava flow will run through the region of Montana Rayada and has already destroyed 100 homes. Not to mention all the farmland that is currently being ravaged and destroying food supplies and livelihoods of many residents. Fortunately, currently, the only damage has been to property and not to human life, which is it's just a good thing. Um, people have been able to evacuate quite efficiently as the lava is really quite slow. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people are losing their homes and there's crazy videos of people actually watching lava slowly destroying their homes, which is both fascinating and also just devastating just so sad for those people that's gotta really really be heartbreaking um there is a two kilometer exclusion zone in place around uh, the fissures yeah what next well the lava uh, might reach the sea and then we'll get magmatic eruption small water magma explosion probably scientists are waiting for the first 48 hours before saying anything too much about how they think the eruption will progress but as of now, if the lava follows its current trajectory, no more evacuation are needed. So seismic activity has still been continuing, but the quakes are lower in intensity. Um, but because we're still getting seismic activity, it might mean that the magma is trying to find a different path to a surface and the new fissure could open, which would not be ideal. In fact, we still had surface inflation and uh, the total inflation is now at 19 centimeters. And this could mean that the existing magma pathways are not really enough. That magma all wants to squish through and get to the surface. And, you know, it's either going to make that, that fissure bigger or it's going to find new paths. Indeed, uh, just a last minute update for you guys. Yesterday evening at 9 p.m. local time, a new fissure opened just one kilometer west. Uh, of the original event. Uh, the event was accompanied by a 3.8 uh, magnitude earthquake. So, Karim, what about the mega tsunami? Okay, yeah, well, okay. So, volcanoes are awesome and terrifying and magnificent forces of nature. That is to be for sure. But lava don't always make the most clickable headlines. We live in a little bit of an alarmist society, so there's been a little bit of rumor and fear-mongering about a mega tsunami that would devastate the east coast of the U.S. And yes, volcanic eruptions can cause landslides, and this can result in tsunamis. And this has happened in the past at other volcanoes. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to happen here. 
Um, a Facebook post from the Volcanological Institute of the Canary Islands has stated that the only way that something like this could happen is if you had a really high magnitude earthquake and a large magnitude eruption that happened at the exact same time. Or for the current volcano to build like a thousand meters more of elevation. And that's pretty unlikely. Um, if it continued at this current rate, it would take something like, I don't know, 40,000 years to reach another 1,000 meters of elevation. Uh, so the likelihood of this happening is really, really low. Yeah, and also we don't need a mega tsunami now. So already this, this eruption is pretty devastating and then we don't like water, we prefer magma. So Yeah, exactly. And also like 2021 doesn't need more bad things, you know? Yeah. We're not here for it. Okay, as always, thanks to our sources, especially VolcanoDiscovery.com and the Smithsonian Global Volcanism Program, the, the Facebook page of the Volcanic uh, Institute of the Canary Islands, and folks on Twitter, we'd like to say especially um, thanks to, for, for giving us information uh, at Squiggly Volcano, which is also known as Dr. Robbins George Andrews. Uh, he has a really interesting and informative Twitter thread about La Palma, and also um, at Janine Kripner for um, an interesting thread on the mega tsunami. We recommend you follow both of them, especially Janine. She's been posting um, motivational tweets that are volcano themed with like lava videos and gifts accompanied with them. They're really beautiful. At least one of them has made me happy cry. So we, we recommend. <laughs> so guys, that's it for the focus of the day. Thank you for spending some of your time with us. And... Yeah, we hope you enjoyed. Uh, we'll keep you updated next yeah, week. See you next week. Bye. If you say it's the size of a newborn baby, people are going to think it's actually the size of a newborn baby, Alessandro. But we are talking about gnome. <laughs> no. Okay. Just take care.